0: As, as always, I am joined by that lump of foul deformity, that mouth-breathing dick monkey, yes, my scur- scurvy, sodden companion, Reverend Ryan Brewer. And I'm here with
1: a man who needs no introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was it or not, I was waiting on it. No, no you don't need any introduction. <laughs> no one cares who you are. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like this.
0: Uh
1: so uh yes, wonderful should, should and I max the excite- level of excitement? Oh boy, goody <laughs> gee, am I here today? Oh, we're recording. I'm so happy. Indeed. So because uh, when you don't material, anything- just make fun of your co host. <laughs>
0: Well, that's the board shenanigans solution. And to all you young aspiring podcasters out there, remember that. Forget, so- forget something you were gonna say. Don't have a counterpoint to your argument. Make fun of your co-host. It's always good for comedy gold.
1: Yes, like I'm also here with the the scarecrow, Cody James. That yeah, because you're a straw man.
0: Oh, I thought it was because I needed a brain. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I, I was. I, 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 Which geez. is apparent
1: from that reference. Uh.
0: How, wait a minute! Wait a minute! I'm not helping my own argument here. See, see how good it works, aspiring podcasters. Like you confuse them; they sound like more moronic. You look more intelligent. That's right. The Ryan Brewer School of Podcasting. Like lesson one, and it was
1: free for lesson two. Please, yeah, le- please lesson, buy his book. Yeah. Lesson one, insult them into confusion, or confusingly insult them. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, um. and always leave in like no matter what other silence you cut out of the episode, always leave in the full length silence of their confusion. Uh. If you must double it. So Brewer, anything yes? wonderful and or exciting happened to you lately? <laughs> well, that was pretty fun. I- I'm gonna rank that as yo and know, definitely my top events of the week for sure.
0: Uh, happy to help. <laughs>
1: Whenever I need to, to to feel smarter, I always call Cody James. You know, it's
0: always important to know what your position on the team is, and if it if it's raising someone's self esteem a little bit, I'm glad to be a helper in that way. I know.
1: I t- and and you just look lovely with your pom poms and little short skirt. Raw raw sis boom ba. Sure.
0: <laughs> like, I've got spirit. Yes, I do. I've got spirit. How about you?
1: Mm, I might. Give me one more.
0: Um, crap. I. Uh, oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. I, that, that's it. That's the extent of my cheer knowledge. Okay. I, I, I those did, will all I did be did better great than, in the future. <laughs> I did better than I thought I was going to. Or worse. <laughs> not sure.
1: Was it incredibly apparent to you, Cody, at, or you listeners, that I was just, you know, not contributing to that conversation at all just because I wanted to see how much strange things he was going to say? That is lesson Pretty two. Two in my book. <laughs>
0: Pretty much, and see what other <laughs> aspiring podcasters. If you find yourself uh, on that end of the conversation, what you do, and you realize that he's just just giving you net, so that and you see that he's giving you net, just go with it because it'll be <laughs> funny later, and it fills up time, it fills up content time, like we're doing right now by explaining <laughs> things. Yes, Ex- explanations of
1: things. Lesson three. <laughs> Explanation. <laughs> well, well, you know, I really think explanations of things might be a crutch. Um, I, I think it's something that you you really that, that should be in the first, you know. In chapters where um, you describe, well, if you have to do this, but it's kind of like what's happening right now. In fact, <laughs> I was about to say. So why are you doing it? Thin? Well, because you know you have to. I hey, we, we have to help out the novice podcasters as well. I wrote the book. I make the rules, <laughs> exactly. motherfucker. In fact, I did write a book on it. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Ooh, what should I what, what should I call it? Um, um, I thought our, I thought it was like behind the record button or something. Well, like no, that. no, that's our memoirs. Oh, 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 my my, my fault. Yeah, come on, Cody, that's our memoirs. <laughs> it doesn't have to all be true there and, and helpful. Anywho, now that that's all out of the way, is it really? I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure the running gag of this joke will be the show will be the, uh, the 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 podcasting book. So, how to succeed in podcasting without really trying? Probably um, chicken soup for your podcaster soul. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> podcast 451? The, the Diary of a Mad Black Podcast?
0: <laughs> um... Is it uh, how I le- how I learned to stop or to start podcasting? How would you do this?
1: Oh, um, well, uh, Emmanuel Westinghouse, or how uh, how I learned to stop caring and love the podcast. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, Attack of the fifty foot podcast. So so basically, we're instead of putting cunt in something, we're putting podcast in something. That's pretty well, originally started it. out as like book titles, but then I realized like I don't know if I I started running out of like really and oddly silly ones to use for it. Well, you started it with with you know Doctor Strange because I guess that. Well, i said that would've been like, what, uh, I don't know how to do fail safe. That, that's, that's, <laughs> fail safe, a guide to podcasting. <laughs> well, are we safely failing right now? I think we are. Qu- quick, new topic. No? No new topic? Oh, I thought, I I didn't
0: realize that I was the one that was supposed to come up with a new topic.
1: It would be really strange and narcissistic of me if I said quick new topic and and just proposed one. That was why I expected you to do this. I'll just ask myself, hey Brewer, have you, anything wonderful and exciting happened to you this week? Which I I realize you said like, you know, five seconds after we started the show, but I wasn't done dicking around.
0: It doesn't count what you ask me. Whatever I decide that I want to be asked is whatever I'll talk about. Hey, we would have missed all of this
1: if, if if we would have started with it. Come on, man! You can't just go straight to business. I mean, <laughs> what are you thinking, man? We we have to properly fuck around. Yeah, I know, man. Come come on, Cody. Like like our dicks were still flaccid. We can't just start pushing. Can't just thumb them in right at the beginning. You're like a, you're like a teenage boy. You just go right for it, like no
0: foreplay at all. You don't let things get get hot and heavy. No, no, no. You just want to get in there and get it over get with. Get your big bucket what, of hot, come yeah. What a disappointing lay you must be. I know. I'm sorry. You said I'm sorry. You know. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let, let's go back to this. Like you know that I'm a disappointing lay. Well, you were <laughs> describing yourself so well. <laughs> it's like I was in the room with you, and I was disappointed too. Not as disappointed as the listeners must be,
1: but. I was up there. I don't know. Is this a disappointing podcast so far? Because if it's not, it sure will be. (laughs) (laughs) That's a slogan. (laughs) <laughs> stay tuned to see that one on Twitter later um but yes it, wonderful and or exciting oh I guess you people out there are wondering what happened to last week's episode why was there no episode last week where where was the episode where are my keys what, can I have a banana I know you're all wondering these questions but I can only answer one of them where the episode was um uh Brewer got a job that's right a, a job that is you know was the way they build it to me was supposed to be not this intense I, I feel a little jaded and duped um he was supposed to be like hey could you help us out a little bit bit but it turned into like hey can you work 10 hours every day <laughs> you know tomorrow so sorry about that but well that's that's what happened there and um hopefully now we'll be on some sort of schedule um you know, expect less episodes with Cody, you know, saying things that he always says in them. I don't know how to do that joke and keep keep up the veil of its truth. What I'm uh, saying is, don't expect as great of editing. And uh, we can't kind of, we we didn't really have a very good fail-safe in place
0: as far as like getting content up. So, sorry you had to suffer for a week, but we I think we've got a pretty good plan going now, so shouldn't happen again. So, like I said, sorry it didn't it just didn't work out. It was really kind of shitty on our end, too. We were like his schedule was nuts and we couldn't coordinate Nate, and mine was pretty crazy. Yeah, his so. head
1: was, was Balls, and, you know, I mean, we were closer than, than what, but Balls to Nutsacks in here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So,
0: uh, anyway, sorry, so, sorry, illustrious listening audience.
1: Yes, and also sorry, you know, uh, menial listening audience as well.
0: And we know all of you out there that are like wanted an excuse to write hate mail because all you knew we were going to cover something controversial. Yes, you didn't have you didn't have anything, so we'll be back.
1: Don't oh, and, you worry? Yeah, I know, right? You know, you would think they would write wrote us hate mail about the fact there was no episode, but no, 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 no. They, we couldn't we couldn't even get it to hate us for not being there. <laughs> we hate you when you're there. We hate you when you're not there. I don't know, we we can't do anything right, Cody. <laughs> just... th- that'd be chapter four. Remember, you can never do anything right in podcasting. So yeah, I guess there's th- there's that. Um, I, I I guess let's just pretend I haven't talked to Cody since then, which is almost true. Um, Co- Cody, what's that I hear you saying? What kind of job did you get, bro? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, Cody, see you're actually right there you know if if this was regular editing I would uh, Cody would have said that. Um, so yeah, I'm actually doing a job for what I went to school for Cody. Doesn't that feel nice? But yeah so yes I've got a drafting job and um, I can't really tell you much too much about you know what I do there other than uh, I think large farming buildings is okay to say. but other than that, um, I don't think I can really tell you much more about that because there was disclosures that had to be like non-disclosed involved so yay
0: so you're building flux capacitors for agricultural buildings all right i got it
1: yeah it's to, to make chickens lay eggs even faster well realistically in the same amount of time their time but are you sure you're not like thwarting the communist war menace or something oh, i might be and i'm just not telling you oh uh, uh. <laughs> I, I, guess I, I guess I'm guess I a shill for Big Ag now, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, you know, I've already been a shill for Big Other Things, so now I'm finally a shill for Big Ag. So, um, um what, are, what are they shilling? I, I guess, uh, uh, GMO foods? Go, go buy some GMO foods, because they're fucking really just the same thing anyways. <laughs> but that's a podcast for another week! Anywho, so yeah, there's that, I guess. I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I didn't really plan on doing this in a monologue format. I thought we'd do this more discussion, but I guess I'll just monologue. You know that thing you do to me when I fail and you just let me go? I I was just playing out of like, it was chapter two of your book. No, in fact, see, when I let you fail, I always wait for you to start failing on something that's funny and enjoyable. I actually try to have a conversation here and you're just not letting it happen. You know, in other words, let's think about it this way. I guess chapter what what are we on five now um in chapter five never let someone monologue for too long. I'm sure people might have noticed from you know listeners that whenever Cody go- starts going on for you know too long, I start interjecting things you know to keep you know to keep him on pace, keep the conversation flowing. <laughs> this is where he has failed failed me today um so <laughs> So I'll just skip to this topic. Um, <laughs> while I'm there, you know, other than, you know, drawing things, um, I have a lot of time on my hand to think of strange things. For instance, one thing I thought about while I was there today was, um, is, is Run DMC, are they time travelers? Or are they anywhere af- affiliated with, you know, 80s concept cars? What do you... What do you mean by that, for those who don't get that joke? <laughs> well, realistically, if they don't get that joke, I don't know. I don't know if I need to help them out. But uh, DMC, it's the DeLorean Motor Company. That's who makes the... De- yeah. <laughs> you know, back in the... Well, fuck, when was it? The, the, the ni- 1970s, a little movie came out called Back to the Future, where they featured a car made by D- DMC that traveled through time. And I've always wondered if if the if these hip hop people travel through time. Um, other things I thought about, can you get like can you sh- can you go like to a hooker and just get like second base? Like is there a pricing scale for that?
0: I think there actually is. Like, I think, like I, th- I think you could just go get your like hobnob by their hand or something. I'm not Oh, well,
1: obviously really sure. like you can you just like go and like it's like I'm going to get a big handful of titty and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that... Well, okay. Well, roll with me on this one, though. Like, if you do go get a big handful of titty and don't pay, like, can the hooker get you? Can, can he get you on like dining and dashing? Is that a thing? Can you can you dine and dash at a hook?
1: Like, yes, well, only that... if you eat them out. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess would be third base. Which I, uh, which I wonder, is that included when you go, like, are all the bases included when you when you, when you go when you when you home run it with the hooker?
0: <laughs> well, you know that has to be an awfully se- like you know like you know you're ha- you're all you're all having a crazy time. You go to Vegas or wherever you uh, you know the Seven Reto- Eleven wherever wherever you go to get your to get your hot hooker action. You're all like hopped up about it, and it's like, all right, like so, how do we get to this? Like, how does the negotiation process go? Do you like sit down and be like. Oh yeah, you know, like everybody puts their spectacles on and pulls out their quill pens like, "Oh yes, quite. I think I would like a rim job." Oh, then oh, I see I see that uh you you've expressed extreme interest in a blow job as well. Well, you know, that plus a nominal fee a convenience fee, looks like your total is going to come up to 11,287 cents. Like plus, you know, with, now I got to give Uncle Sam his like add sales tax in. I mean, cuz like, that's sexy. Is, is this
1: hooker also like writing a in Pitty farthing up the street well I'm hoping so <laughs> like
0: I mean is, is is that is that the way that works because that's just super sexy like, to me like a penny farthing no, like they're no. just sitting there adding <laughs> numbers.
1: Like, like like there's a
0: notary like, there? Yeah, like them sitting there adding it's like the old timey uh typewriters where it's got that long ass tape that comes out of it. They're just oh I think like, <laughs> like a big adding machine with a big lever you have to pull down. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, like <laughs> Well see I was I was kinda picturing you'd be like, okay, so I have the silver package right. With that, you'll get <laughs> you get, you know, the nearest corner in the backseat of your car. Um <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know blow job until you're erect and then we start and then and then it's <laughs> <laughs> a, a discount if if you come within the, in the first you know uh, 10 minutes will we'll apply but a- a- after that it's you know 5 extra dollars a minute now the gold package well in that one you can pee on me um also <laughs> It, it includes, you know, one free kiss on the lips, because apparently that's a thing that they don't do from, we, we know, from Pretty Woman. Um, what? He's <laughs> like, you know, I do everything, but I don't kiss on the mouth.
0: You Would know? anybody want to really kiss okra on the mouth, though? I mean... I, I don't know, but I was just doing pop culture reference, which is dated, because that's what we do. I, I didn't realize that was a thing. I, I, uh, okay. Man. Sorry, I ruined your joke. I didn't know that was a thing that happened or didn't happen.
1: I don't know. I mean, that's... <laughs> I don't know. Would you want to kiss okra on the mouth? Not really really, what, no. Is there any particular place you'd want to kiss a hooker? Really okay, I just really wish we should start at the beginning. What are your <laughs> thoughts on being with a hooker?
0: Well, pretty, pretty abysmal, because that does not really appeal to me. I mean, okay, let me back up. Now, we know that we have... A a illustrious listening listening audience that that involves the uh, jobs of prostitution, from your high end call girls to your low level escorts. We know that you all listen to be to you know the board shenanigans as as your auditory entertainment of choice.
1: And we listen to us while they're while they're hooking.
0: Like we we approve of the of your choices and the way that you make your employment. We, uh, We you know we do not cast a judgmental eye upon you. Now that being said, um. The idea of being with a prostitute really just does not appeal to me at all. I really does very very little for me.
1: Well, even but, if it's like a you know a Firefly esque you know you know you, you know companion style thing where it's you know it's just commonplace and everyone's and it's regulated and they go to school for it. Even like even in that kind of world, would it interest I, you? I don't care if it's legal. Like it doesn't
0: bother me if it's legal or not. Like you know my stance on that. Like legalize everything. I just don't really care to want to play. I, I just no, I'm good. Yeah. Well, I see. I I, I I guess the way I look at it is like if I I would rather I would rather jerk off the internet porn for free at home. I mean, it's just me. I it's the same reason I'm not real big on strip clubs. It's like I just don't want to blow the money on it when I could just fix it myself. <laughs> you can blow your
1: load instead. Yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much. What about you? What I guess I what's what's your what's your hooker hooker position? Are um, you pro hooker or anti hooker?
1: I, I guess I'm pro hooker. Um, I mean. I guess why not? I mean you know everyone's kind of be a working sniff, right? <laughs> um,
0: you get them to show you a few new tricks?
1: Uh, sure, yeah I mean I you know, I guess you I, I guess I'm saying if you know if, if if anora was in the system, I'd give her a call. Um,
0: oh, you let her put on the red dress
1: tonight uh, sure, yeah. Um, um do I I don't know if I know any other hooker references I could go with. The girls upstairs and at Miss Miss Kitty's? I don't know. I well I guess it was a guy. I was gonna say if you met him in a bar at an Old Soho and <laughs> yeah, drink champagne.
0: That's the extent of mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought of that too, but then realized that it wasn't gonna work. But was desperately trying to find a way to get it in. Well, I'm
0: glad that I could bumble my way into getting that joke for you. For you.
1: Yeah. Was it good and well
0: timed? Not really, but you know, I we take what we get. Really, is the question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, I, I mean, I didn't think that, that that Lola was a hooker in that, though, right? I don't know. I I, I I guess she probably wasn't. I mean, I I mean, I know he's not the world's most you know masculine guy, but I don't I don't know if I know enough of this song to really do it. <laughs>
0: That's right, Bond Shenanigans references
1: the, you know, Billboard Top 20 of 1970. (laughs) Do you think it was ever on the top, or do you think it's just remembered because of how strange it is? I don't know, that's generally the reason I like those older songs like that. They're like, oh, this is random and weird. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. Indeed. So anyway, you were opining about hookers. Uh, was, was I? Is that what we were talking about here? Yes. Oh, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I I guess the the problem is, you know, they, they do cost a lot of money. I Presumably. I don't know. TV tells you two different stories about that, really, so I don't know what to believe. Um, I mean, I guess... They're, I guess they're either really gonna... expensive or really cheap. I don't know
0: which. I, I guess if I was going to go in for a hooker, I'd go in for, like, a super expensive one. But then even then, it would be like, well, I could have bought a house or I got laid by this chick. and I think I'd rather have a house.
1: Yeah, which you know, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, you know, they're coming a long way with robotics. So presumably, the hooker, the hooker market will will, will get saturated eventually, right? <laughs> but I mean,
0: do they really need to come that far with with robotics, or uh, can't can't you just uh, like
1: fuck the pocket pussy thing? I mean, isn't that basically what that is? I guess, yeah. Um, th- this podcast is brought to you by Fleshlight, I believe. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't know. But you know, it, it, yeah, because like, well, I, I don't know. What what is your take? Would you would you prefer to fuck a, a a robot or or just you know the pocket pussy? I I think I'd stick with the pocket pussy just because I could. Again, I could sit at home. I could do, I could. Well, you, know, you could t- presumably t- get your own like sex bot or something. You know, and presumably they do more than that. you know, if robots came enough of a way, you know, I guess they could also like clean your house and make you dinner too. Presumably. Get I think the mail. I'd rather.
0: I think I'd rather just have one that cooks and cleans. I don't necessarily need to fuck it. <laughs> yes, there's that.
1: What if you were a single guy
0: though? well, I guess if I was single then I would enjoy the fact of like that I could that I could fuck my uh hand hold that too, but I guess I'd enjoy the fact that I could fuck Rosie the robot but I mean <laughs> Rosie the way your chassis lo- chassis looks in the moonlight's amazing come here i, I, but, I just... but but like what would you do if if the hydraulics gave out like while you're mid hump or whatever and they're on top of you and then the
1: hydraulics give out and then it's like you know
0: that can't be OSHA approved.
1: Well, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I, I'm i sure it wouldn't be that big a deal, because you know, I think their bodies would probably be all coated in some sort of silicon-based product, and, you know, realistically, they'd probably be lighter than a normal person, you know, with fiberglass and, you know, like, aluminum, you know, body. I I think, realistically, the problem would be is a, is a usable power source that would last all day. That's where, I think, in fact, I think that's the limiting factor in this existing. You'd probably have to, like, plug in your sex bot to the wall. You have officially put much more thought into this than I have. You no, know, it's really that I've put a lot more research into robotics, probably. <laughs> So... <laughs> I mean, they... They, they, so they'd probably weigh like only like, what, 50 pounds? You could move them around. But I think that the the days of sci-fi showing super heavy robots as jokes are over. <laughs> like, when you see Data step in the elevator, it won't sink down a whole bunch. <laughs> um, can't think of another one right, now, right off the top of my head. Uh, I don't think anybody could pick Bender up. I think that was always a joke. Mm, is, is that, yeah, I guess, true, yeah. Do <laughs> any of us really want to pick Bender up? Uh, know, like, <laughs> okay. like like hey hey so i it, Bender picks hey, you I up see- I think. <laughs>
0: like, hey Bender, I see I, I I wanna bite your shiny metal ass. row.
1: Oh, which I guess, speaking of that, because I guess this is where we're going now, um... And to shiny ta- asses? Very close, actually. Did Did you see that there's gonna be a Futurama Simpsons crossover episode?
0: Yeah, I saw that the internet was, like, exploding with, like, fanboy Glee about
1: this. So. Yeah, I know that's a... Th- so, yeah, that's a thing, which I'm actually more surprised it hasn't happened earlier. Though, I, I... My guess is is that the Simpsons' is uh, ratings are a little low right now, because, you know, I'm assuming you also heard about the Family Guy Simpsons crossover. I did not know about this, no. Oh, no, I actually went... I actually watched it with some folks because they're like, Hey, we haven't seen this yet. Wanna watch it? I'm like, Yeah, sure, why not? Um so yeah, so it's an hour long event and um Was it where, everything you hoped it would be and more? Um I guess. I I, I guess. Yeah, I was never really that big of a, a
0: Simpsons fan, so I've actually never seen an entire episode. I've seen the movie because I saw it in theaters with my brother in law, but I, I've never seen I oh, just I never mean,
1: cared. I mean, I don't know if I can claim that I've seen an entire episode before this or not, because I'm not completely sure. I I doubt I did because I I never saw it. Out the show, but yeah, you know, just, I know it could have care. been on somewhere I was, and I might have stared at it, but yeah, so I, I saw more Simpsons in this, when whenever that happened, than I probably ever had in a row because, <laughs> you know, it was it's like it was a two part thing, and um, it pretty much ended with, with uh, Homer Simpson and, and, and Peter uh, doing kind of like the chicken battle, but with Homer Simpson, I guess he's yellow, so that's kind of like a chicken, right? <laughs> you
0: know, you know, a chicken, the sun, yellow <laughs> markers, the banana flavored starburst, they're all the same.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. That's that's what it takes, you know. And of course, we're not talking about real chickens. We're talking about you know comedy chickens. You know, like that that like Groucho Marx would have, like rubber chickens. Um, well, that that goes without saying. Yeah, I mean. So, yeah, so I saw that, and it was something, and, though, I, I really, really, I really hope that, like, when they did the big fight scene and stuff, um, that it would have, like, at, at the end, like, shown the chicken, like, tearing up, and, like, oh, you used to do this with me, but they didn't do that. Bastards. I know. And they then they went, and then they were in a court case, because apparently, uh, apparently, um, uh, the, the Pawtucket Patriot is just a knockoff Duff Beer, if you didn't know, um, which obviously was supposed to be in the beginning, yes, but apparently, it's, like, the cheaper version of that is what we determined, and, uh. Um, so there was a court case, and you're like, oh, well, what's going to happen there? And like, oh, everyone's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. But apparently the Kool-Aid man burst into the wrong courtroom. <laughs> he's like, he's like, sorry, guys, I'm in the wrong place. I'm sorry. Calls <laughs> up, and that was kind of funny. Um... I guess they tried to hit me with the tropes as possible from the show, so that was kind of good. Um, though, I don't know. Um, I also saw the one that's directly after the, the Simpsons, the one that did um, with, with uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Um, um, Don Hertzfeld did the, the the couch gag, and if you don't remember who Don Hertzfeld is, which Cody's probably like who as well, um, Rejected was his short film where it's, you know, the, you know, you know, my anus is bleeding or my spoon is too big. That guy? Do you know what sure. I'm talking about, Cody? No, I'm, I'm looking this up, so I don't know. Oh, do you do really it. not know Rejected? It's... No. It, it, it's it's a short film he made. They're like stick figures. They look a lot like the old Pop-Tart commercials, which I thought I heard that he did. No, but apparently it was someone just kind of ripping off his drawing style, though I don't know if you really can rip it off because it's just like the way you would draw people when you're in kindergarten. Um. But... But the the gist of rejected is, which I know, if we're talking about this old thing, um, old memes here, folks. Uh, it was an animator for something for the learning channel who decided he was really fed up with his job and to start animating really really strange things for him, and they were promptly rejected. Um, if you haven't seen it before, you should definitely watch rejected. He, he's also got another one. Uh, there, oh, he's got a few of them. There's like Billy's balloon where it's balloons become sentient and attack people. Um, there's a uh, little the little cloud people from the the My Anus is bleeding one. Um, <laughs> back for what is it i want to say it's like imagination in the third dimension is what it is and it's well that's pretty good one and then there's the meaning of life one which i can only describe as the end of 2001 a space odyssey or that middle part in um uh the the, the, start yes As you know where I'm going, because I see those two scenes. It's almost the same thing. Well, we look what look we can at, do now, folks! Look at the lights. Look at the lights! Ooh, yeah, like, we have this ability to do these effects. Ah, it's the way people are going to look at like in all the movies of of like I don't know the past five years of like hey, look at like the debris simulation of the city being destroyed. See, I've actually figured it'd be the way it'd be the way people looked at like the early like the early 2000s
0: or you know, the late 99. It's like oh, like oh, look, they they can afford CG now. Wow, I'm glad they went for that. No. yeah, I really thought
1: it was, because there's been, which I'm glad it's finally starting to go away, but there's just been this big rash of like, let's just you know, in a superhero movie or any, any movie, let's just destroy everything we can, and then, you know, not think about actually what the outcome of that is.
0: Oh, you mean like the new Superman movie, where they decided that, like, Superman's dark and gritty and everything blows up, like that?
1: Um, from what I hear, yes, I haven't
0: seen it. Uh, you're not really missing much. Seen The Incredible Hulk, then you've basically basically seen the new Superman movie.
1: By The Incredible Hulk, do you mean that first one where he flies?
0: No, 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 like the good one with Edward Norton in
1: it. Oh, okay. I guess... Because I was like, yes, I've seen that one and I don't care. Um, though, luckily I saw it on TV, so I didn't spend any money on it and, um... I could tune out, and one viewing was enough. Uh, anywho, uh, yeah, what so was like? yes, uh, Don, Don Hertzfeld, uh, rejected. Well, he does the couch gag for it, and it is in his style of, like, you know, really cheesily drawn and incredibly, like, strange. Like, just for the sake of being strange. So I'd almost, <laughs> I suggest seeing that just for the simple fact, <laughs> actually, I'd almost say see that first so you'll just be so confused. His other stuff might make more sense than that. Is it like that surreal style, like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force humor stuff? Um, I, I don't, I don't think so. It's just like, I mean, it's like, like the rejected one kind of makes sense. Like there's, you know, one where it's like, I pretty much explained them all. One guy has a spoon that's too big for a cereal. And then a guy comes up dressed as a banana. It's very, it's, it's almost like I'm trying as hard as possible to not make a joke at, at times. Um, as far as like the, the couch gag for the, for the, uh, uh, the Simpsons, it's, uh, Homer Homer hits the remote and then he like gets blasted into like the extremely far distant future. So it's it's the Simpsons in like bazillions of years and the f- billions and billions of years into the future. Um, And oh, and they're they're like they're like horribly mutated and like one may say they evolved crazy or something. I don't know. Um, I I don't know why I'm really explaining this. You could just go watch it. And all of you out there can too. So billions and billions, you say? <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I did. What? <laughs> Hey I know. Did everyone enjoy, you know, on Sunday Carl Sagan Day? That's right!
0: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Get get ready to realize that you are just a mode of dust on Sunday, 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 Carl Sagan Day! Be sure to be sure to bring bring the coupons and get the chips and nachos for F prize First two rows may get wet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Point <of> me. <laughs> oh. Yes. Um, so, how did you enjoy your Carl Sagan Day that that we all enjoyed on on Sunday, November the 9th? Because this is all, th- because this is releasing on Monday, right? Well, boy, howdy, humdiggity dog, did I enjoy it?
0: I went, I went and watched <laughs> all so episode, all the episodes of. <laughs> Make myself laugh with that too. I uh, went. I went. I went and, wa- I went and watched the old episodes. I uh. Pr- I listen to the auto tune
1: of him doing things because I enjoy those probably much more than I have any right to. <laughs> it is really. It is really awesome. Something about seeing seeing someone that that that's that smart auto tune, which you. I, I'm really waiting for like the the like the cosmos auto tune of, of of you know Neil deGrasse Tyson,
0: which I guess somewhat in the vein of uh, Carl Sagan. Have you seen the trailers for the Stephen Hawking movie and how good it
1: looks? Oh, no, I don't think I have. Well, maybe I have. Let's uh, pretend I
0: have it for the sake of conversation. Okay, so for all of you out there, they're making a Stephen Hawking movie, and I think it's got to be an indie flick. I'm honestly not sure, but Madison was showing me the trailers for it because they came up on Facebook, and they're just doing a bio-epic on him, and, man, it looks good. It looks really, really cool. Like, I, I'm way down for that. I think it looks really... you know, cause, I mean, because that man has such an interesting life, it just in general, not to mention all of the things he's accomplished and how brilliant he is, but it just, you know... see. Basically, I mean, seeing how he went from being somebody that wasn't disabled to coping with that disability now, it's it's really interesting, and I think it looks really, really badass.
1: Hmm. So yeah, I, I I think I've seen I know I've seen at least one trailer for it for sure. Um, and you know I've seen so many other documentaries and stuff on him. Who knows? Maybe I have, maybe I haven't seen trailers for it. But you know which i've always wondered you know with like the ad- advancement in like c- computer vocalization why hasn't he ever like updated do you, do you think like the reason why he hasn't updated because presumably there's i mean there are voice clips of him i bet he could have like had like his real voice digitized or what his real voice would have been digitized and like and him sound like himself nowadays or do you think it's like part of but you think it's- realistically it's probably he just doesn't care because he's he's like <laughs> i don't have time to put that much effort on just something that isn't you know you know the reality of the universe but and i guess uh, partially actually, is like everyone's just used to it, uh... it.
0: I just looked it up right now. It, uh, release, it opens, limited releases the seventh, and then it's supposed to general, general open the ninth. So you should, you could possibly enjoy that on saying in day.
1: Mm, it's, called the, it's
0: called the theory of everything.
1: Oh, and see what I was doing there is chapter six in the book. It's filling time until relevant Im- information is found. And see, I knew that's what you were doing. And that's why I was finding relevant information. <laughs> exactly.
0: Pod- podcast, podcast with a teammate that knows what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> High five, Cody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um so yes, that's that's stuff for sure. <laughs> Uh. And, and, yeah, I know, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do for Carl Sagan Day. Um, I really, than, you know, really, I have this autobiography that I just keep meaning to read and I haven't done it yet. I really need to read that. Hmm. I, you know, I know there's, oh, I, I, you know, I realistically, I probably brought this up, you know, a year ago as well. But I know he, he, he did a book on tape, he did half of a book on tape before he died. So there's one of his books, he reads, like, the good first half of it. It might be Pale Blue Dot. It might actually be that, because that might be where that audio clip of him doing the Pale Blue Dot speech is from. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. Uh, but you can quote him on that. <laughs> but so I know he, there's there is a audiobook where it's partially him, and then like some British guy finishes it. And uh, so that well, could naturally,
0: be d- I mean, whenever you need
1: <laughs> when you need somebody to back it up, you go you go with just a British guy. Well, I I figured you yeah. You, well, you need some other strange accent other than whatever Carl Sagan's is. I don't even know where he's from like he's... He, like, I wanna, it's it's I want to say it's some e- small Eastern European country is like where his family's from but I don't remember exactly where it' um, like I th- I'm pretty sure he was actually from born. America like, like yeah. in America but yeah but yeah you know he says yeah he's got always like like <laughs> he definitely pronounces things in an interesting way for sure so yeah I <laughs> I guess we could look it up, but do we really care? Probably not. I'm more interested in the science, people. It almost is poetic way of saying it. Hmm. Anywho, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll probably watch him. I'll definitely have to watch him auto-tuned as well. Probably, um, you know. But I know there's like some good best-of clips of Cosmos. So I'll probably run through that. I'll definitely have time for that. Um, you, you're not gonna watch that god-awful uh, Contact movie, are you? I, I've seen it. It's not bad. I mean, I need to read the book sometime because I know the like, yeah, the ending ba- is significantly different. It's based on his book, but yeah, I didn't know if. Uh... Well, because he did do a good chunk of the screenwriting and stuff before he died. He was involved in it before he died. And then uh, Anne finished off, his wife. Um, Because I know she's... Actually, I think she's in it. I think she has a cameo role in it. I mean, you know, they definitely toned down some of the, you know, you know, anti-religious aspects in the movie. Toned
0: down, not eliminated. I just thought that was such a bad movie. It didn't do much for me. You
1: know, I think a lot of, because I mean, yeah, because it was, it's really written more as almost like a a narrative philosophy than it is from, from like all like little clips of it I've read and stuff than it is as actually a book. So, they, in other words, what I always say would, makes, would make, you know, a movie that isn't that great much better, what they should have done was, which, you know, I don't know why more movies aren't like this, Maybe it's only me that would like to see them. They should have just done it as fictitious history or something. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like... <laughs> Though apparently that's a, a subgenre that I love that no one else seems to care about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, like... I'm with you on it. I like it. I like it when you see those too. I'm, I'm a fan. of I it. mean, the
1: only one I can I can possibly point to is the Confederate States of America. That's the only one I can actually point directly to and say that's exactly what I want to see more movies like. I, I don't know. They seem
0: to uh, like Quentin Tarantino seems to kind of get in. on on it. I mean he's, he's done a
1: bit, it. yeah. Like uh, in Glorious Bastards a little bit, yeah.
0: Well I mean he did it he did a lot in Django. He did a lot of I'm just gonna like, yeah, okay, slavery existed, but that's about the only thing that's really even remotely real in that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess there's that too, yeah. Which I guess I
0: guess I uh I just might I didn't really mean to segue into this but I, I am now. Um I finally came to terms with it and I watched I watched Django for the first time the other day and fuck me did I enjoy it. Like I really, <laughs> really enjoyed it.
1: Wait, well, like were, but, you, were you boycotting the Django what was it did the did de- I had a really you?
0: really bad taste in my mouth because about the t- about the time of the uh Newtown shootings was when they uh Jamie Jamie Fox did this whole thing on like how evil guns were and how bad they were and that was right as that movie came out in theaters and so it really like and he had a lot of actors jump on that and it really really disgusted me from that aspect of well I'm an actor and I make my movie like the, I'm on a poster of a movie hol- holding a 19 or an 1858, you know Remington New Army, but guns are bad, and that really just it put a really bad taste in my mouth about it. Like it really frustrated me to, to the point where I was like, man, as much as I like Tarantino, I just, I just don't want to watch it because of him. Like it mm. made me really dislike, dislike that hypocrisy so much that I couldn't hardly swallow it. and just, just really kind of soured me on it, and I was like, man, I'm not going to watch it. And then, like, it, it was on Netflix finally, and um, I was like, oh, hey, this is up. And, I, and Madison's like, you haven't seen this yet? I was like, no, I still haven't watched it. You know, cause she knows how much I like Tarantino. Everybody knows how much I like Tarantino. Anybody I know, the new one's listen, almost out. Like, if anybody listens to this show, they all know that we're like we're in Camp Tarantino on this podcast. But I hadn't seen it, and it was <laughs> what? like... what. Like, like, yeah, right? <laughs> like, But but I watched it, and I was like, it was one of those where I was like, I, 10 minutes into the damn thing, I was like, you know what? You're a moron, Cody. Like, you're a moron because you knew you'd like this before it started. You knew at everything this guy does you like, you knew you'd enjoy it. And you still like refuse to do it, and it didn't take. Like I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, "This is awesome." All I did, all I did, is hurt myself. So I guess I learned the lesson of no matter how stupid and much bullshit philosophy somebody throws of their own rhetoric at something, even if it sours you on it, and you know you're gonna enjoy it, or it's something that you really do. And like, don't let the, don't let their fucking bullshit harsh it for you, because damn, I like that movie. Like I was, <laughs> I was impressed with it, because I, I want, I like. Westerns as much as I do like I'm a huge fan of Westerns and then I mean a Tarantino Western come on now That was awesome. So I know I'm like two years late to the party on this movie, but I I I definitely Definitely enjoyed it. Well, what so. about Sukiyaki Western Dango? Did you like that? Uh, it was alright. It wasn't my <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't really get off that much on the the kung fu thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, it doesn't do that much for like, me. Like the Japanese westward was a little, little too too yeah, weird for you. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a, th- I don't really have a thing with it. But yeah, whenever they try and do that stuff, it just it really doesn't do that much for me. And I man, I, I'm like, I I realize that you know, it's 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 an ancient Chinese art. You know, and everybody was kung fu fighting. I, yeah. I, I, Are you I, I, saying those cats
1: were fast as lightning? <laughs> yeah, like, like they had expert timing. Uh, was it a little bit frightening?
0: <laughs> I don't remember the next line.
1: I, I don't <laughs> even know if that it is the next line.
0: I think it is, but but I, I just <laughs> I'm not that big into the kung fu thing. And like even I, I, I realize it's like such an effective way. Blah blah blah. blah like I get all that. Fine. But even in a movie where it's, like, the two, like, you know, the good, like, the guys are gonna come up and have a fight, and it's not even a kung fu flick. They're just like, oh, we're gonna fight now, and then they start kung fuing at each other as, like, they, like, throw their guns down and we're gonna kung fu one another. I'm always kind of like, ah... Okay. So, so are you
1: saying like are you saying like that scene in, in in oh I think it's the first Indiana Jones where where the where the guy's spinning his sword all epic and he just and he really just, like just shot
0: him? Yeah. Yes, that's one of my favorite scenes ever in a movie. <laughs> just shoot the motherfucker. Or I I guess I guess my other thing is and I realize I'm going off on this for some reason. Um, I, I realize it too I, <laughs> as was the audience but I really just I just don't get into it as far as like I don't feel like it's that practical now I really I, I think that you know actual and I don't even know I don't even know the technical term for it but like military takedown type stuff I think is a lot more realistic because I think practical like okay how to disarm a guy and I know there's I know there's bits of martial arts in that sure but I just you know when well, it comes when it comes down to it and it's like I'm going to th- I'm gonna throw my gun down, and we're gonna like do the do well, the you flamingo. Have to fight like
1: gentlemen, Cody. I, th-
0: I just don't get that <laughs> shit like at all. Like just fucking fight if you're gonna do that or shoot the guy. I mean I, that. And, and well, I guess... no, he's gonna be all dodgy. Haven't you
1: ever seen an anime, Cody? He's just gonna go. Yeah,
0: that that annoys me so much. But anyway.
1: Um... But you know, I mean, I guess the idea is though. like mean, sure the the takedown stuff is great and all, but you know, what if the other guy knows that as well? Well, then it's not gonna be it. You know, Cody used takedown; it was not effective. You know. <laughs> you have to use a little bit more uh, you have to know a little bit more about it than just like oh crap my little throw, throw you to the ground thing didn't work well
0: right but I mean there's there's holds and headlocks and like you know but that shit to me makes sense because it it's it's practical I, I I don't know I mean roundhouse kicks and shit like that's great that you know Chuck Norris is the master of them but I mean really like why wouldn't you just hit a guy in the back of the head whenever they're roundhouse kicking at you like just hit him in the back they're turning Around. Because you well because her leg is spinning really round. You can't you can't get in there. Or duck. I don't know. I I guess I guess Mortal Kombat is not is not like G.I. Joe is what I'm saying. I know I know that's shocking, but
1: well, what it, about what about uh, Jax? Is, is he he's Street Fighter, isn't he? No, he's Mortal Kombat. Huh. But
0: <laughs> I, I, I... I don't know. It's just, kind of, it's just kind of one of my little things. That's why, like, don't get me wrong. Bruce Lee was awesome, and the shit that he could do, I mean, he was a fucking freak of nature. He was so, ama- like, amazing at, like, what his athletic ability was and what his, uh, you know, to, like, the thing he does where, like, they'll throw matches at him and he'll light him with the fucking nunchucks. That shit's awesome. And I mean, I totally respect all that, but I just, I don't really get into the kung fu thing, and I have a hard time getting past it. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'm like, eh, okay. But again, you know who am I to judge? Because it's you know that's somebody's thing, but it's not mine.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. That's Cody's Kung Fu Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Kung Fu, <Pao> Cody.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint all the fans out there. Cody is not a is not a Kung Fu connoisseur.
1: <laughs> He's he sounds more like a cut Fu to me. <laughs> Are you that big into him? Like whatever you <laughs> see,
0: like you know, Enter the Dragon or Re- Return of the Yin Yang or whatever. Do, like, do you watch?
1: Stop and watch him. Yeah. Well, no, not those was particularly. Um, so, no, though it, it, I wish I knew it, but I'm just way too lazy, I guess. Like, I S- like, Sounds like it requires working out. Like, I like I like Jackie Chan movies a lot, but I mean, for the most part,
0: of Jackie Chan's just kind of enjoyable to watch because he's, I don't know, charming. <laughs> yeah, like he's like. <laughs> well, we went two different directions with that, didn't we? <laughs> well, I mean, he's like, <laughs> I don't know, he's like the I. I'm a badass, but also like you know, oh. I trip over pots. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, like. Like, I'm gonna jump through this ladder right now, and like I don't know. He just seems like a generally enjoyable person
1: to be around. So, <laughs> if you out there know Jackie Chan, let us know about his enjoyability. <laughs> indeed, uh, indeed. <laughs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess... That wasn't at I... all.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, I guess, like, since we're randomly talking about other pop culture things. Um... Are we? So, well, I am now, so, like, as Cody randomly talks about other pop culture things, um... Like Jackie Chan. Uh, pretty much. Um, so, Mattis, I had this, like, amazing moment where I was, like, really, really happy with my wife the other day. Well, it's it's been a few weeks now, but... We're, like, we're, like, real... <laughs> I know, right? It's, you can't be happy with your wife every day of the well... week, Right? <laughs> No, it was just like, okay, so it was while, it was while we were uh, having our little, like, uh, anniversary vacation, and, like, we we're
1: gonna go run Which get... I don't think you've actually mentioned an episode, have you? I think so. Uh, I think this is the first one we've recorded since then, right? Uh, I thought I already talked about that. Oh, you might have. Okay, then. Anyway. We'll assume you have. And if not, um, write us in and tell us you'd like to hear it. Though, it, it, wait a week after this one, because it might be in that one. So,
0: either, hey, repeat, we went to the beach for our anniversary, or, breaking news, we went to, the, went to the beach for our anniversary. Oh, okay, know. I'll
1: redo this this one too. Was it better or worse for the, the trip that me and you took to the beach? <laughs>
0: well, it was definitely definitely a lot sexier, which is the exact same joke I made last time we did this, I think. So we might have done this before. So, Hope you enjoyed enjoyed that rehash. Um, any goddamn. I don't way. fucking
1: care anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> any goddamn way. Um, we we went went. We we're gonna go run like just some fucking bullshit at Target, and there's a comic book shop right next door. And I was like, hey, can I go run in here real quick? And it was Halloween, and they had a sale and whatnot on. And I was like, kind of looking through. I didn't really see anything that like, caught in my eye, but I was just kind of like poking around, seeing what like trade paperbacks and shit they had. And I mean, it's a comic book shop. I can't really not go into one. And uh Madison's like, do you think they have the Walking Dead comics? And it's <laughs> it was funny to me the way she said it, like not realizing Madison. Yes. That's the most popular thing in the comic industry right now. I'm sure they have them. Like I'll go find you one. And she, she's like, well, I mean, you know, like, but she said it. So like, well, do you think that's even a thing they've heard of here? Like, and I'm I sure you, they have. So anyway, I went over and I found her like a tray paperback and it was like the first six issues collected. And it was generally, they're like 15 bucks. and It was on sale for like 10, I think. So she's like, well, I kind of want to read this. And I was like, Oh, Okay, cool. And I like try. I played it so cool on the outside, and in my head, I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! My wife reading a comic. Oh my god! Oh my god!" And I was trying not like, to. He has like... so
1: many towels.
0: Yeah, yeah, really. And luckily, I... he
1: was just on the beach, so we had beach towels to use.
0: Like, I, so, and I was like, don't, "Like, you know, don't, don't stuff out the flame. Don't snuff out the flame. Like, you know, don't, don't, don't ruin it with your excitement. Don't jizz on the fire." There's a thousand here. piece
1: brass band just marching through his skull right Pretty there.
0: Pretty much. That's exactly what happened. So, anyway. um... She gets it and man, she has that damn thing read in like, I think she had it read by that night or the next day. I mean, she really, really enjoyed it. And so I was, I was like, oh, well, fuck, like, we'll go grab, like, on the way, on the way home, we were gonna go to another comic book shop and I was just gonna give her the next, the next issues or whatever. And wound up not being able to make it to one on time, so I bought her, I bought her the compendium on eBay. Um, and she's going through it like a madman right now. She's really, really enjoying it. I mean, it's fucking ridiculously huge. She's really enjoying it. And her mom actually read the the first book she got like her mom's reading that right now. So, I guess what I'm saying out there is if you like the Walking Dead show, you probably are going to dig the comic <laughs> even if you're not that much into comics. I mean, my wife's well, not Well, how it's the same writer, um, right it probably like, helps a lot. Like, I mean, there's differences sure, but like my wife's not that On into purpose. comics. Yeah. My wife's not that into comics. I mean, she's read a few, like she's read Watchmen and I've had her read some Hellblazer stuff and you know, I've had her read some of it and she generally like the the really good shit. I'll be like, "Hey, read this." and she likes it. I mean, she'll like it Enough or whatever, but this is like she wanted to read it on her own, and that's something she picked, and she really digs it. So I guess all I'm saying is if you if you like the show a lot, you'll probably really dig these because she's all sorts of into them. And since, like I said, the world is on fire with Walking Dead love right now, you could pr- probably pick it up pretty easily I mean, I got a pretty good price on eBay on it, and you can always find you could probably find it somewhere around. But man, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty nifty, like her getting into it, which I thought was which I thought was kind of cool. That was that was. Was a definite thing and uh I guess other minor zombie related thing that we were... Oh no. <laughs> this is the podcast
1: from the de- yeah, pretty,
0: pretty much. Um, we, uh, it is
1: crazy in here,
0: <laughs>
1: but, uh, everything is spooky when you draw out the last word. <laughs>
0: but the other, other thing that like we kind of did that was cool. Cause I was, I was disappointed with the, uh, Halloween movies, selection this year, like we did what we could, but there was a few good ones in there, but for the most part, I was pretty dissatisfied with them. Um, so we went to half price books, which if y'all don't have a half price books where you're listening from, I'm sorry. It is one of the greatest places ever. It's just cheap. It's like movies and books and it's, their prices are cut down and it's, and and,
1: they're half price. I mean,
0: but anyway, so I wound up, I wound up getting a couple DVDs and one of the ones I got was 28 days later, which she's never seen. And which blew me away. And I, I hadn't seen it in a long time. I actually saw it in theaters when it came out and I've seen it a few times since then, but I hadn't seen it in a while. That is seriously like one of the best Zombie movies ever fucking made, just, or just post-apocalyptic
1: movies? I say, wait, wait a minute, Cody. Wait a minute. I, I know right out there people are raging and screaming at you for saying what you said. They're push. Those hipsters are pushing their fake glasses way up their nose right now, and they're gonna tell you, in "28 Days it wasn't a zombie movie. It was an outbreak movie." Mm. Well, in general, zombies are outbreak movies. So anyway, like, yes, I know, I know that. Like, okay, fine. Well, I just was, I was stuffed. I don't know. Why I stopped it, but I was trying to stop some hate mail that wasn't actually going to be useful and funny for us. I,
0: yes, I've heard this. I've actually gotten into this argument with somebody before. Like, I'm sorry, it's a fucking, it's a zombie flick. I don't care if they're not if they're not living dead. Other than that, they're ba- they're pretty much fucking zombies.
1: I mean, it's just like you know, in in, in the Last of Us, they're not really zombies because they're still kind of alive, and it's a fungus. I mean, grows in their brain. It, it's like that 30 Days of Night thing. Like, okay, they're
0: technically vampires. But- but they're kind of pretty much zombie. I mean. Oh, I've... So, what,
1: well, you spoiled that one for me.
0: Oh, it's a cool... It's a good one, too. It's a real, real good flick, so, but, uh...
1: I, I don't know. I, I, I keep seeing that the sequel's always on TV, and I, so I'm like, well, I'm never gonna watch... I'm not gonna watch that until the first one's on.
0: It, it's its worth it, man. Like, the first one's real good. But, um, the biggest thing that's got me all curious is, like, with the 28 Days Later thing. Like, I've seen 28 Days Later, and I've seen 28 Weeks Later, which was a good, it was a good sequel, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Um It makes me all, like, want to get it now. But, um, they have a comic book too of 28 Days Later and I didn't I did not realize this and I I'm pretty tempted to dive into that world so I guess if you read the 28 Days Later comic and you like it let me know because I'm pretty curious or does do you hate it is it worth it does it piss on everything that the that the movie established is awesome and have you not seen 28 Days Later you should go see it if for no other reason than you get to you get to see uh, the guy that played the Scarecrow's dick at the beginning of it I don't know if that helps or hurts my
1: argument but uh, Um, I I don't know, does, um, (laughs) have you seen one dick, you've seen them all, am I right? You've seen this, you've seen this movie, right? Uh, No, I just said I didn't, I think. Oh, really? Like, man, it's... It, it's way, like, you've never seen, you've really never seen 28 Days Later? No, because, once again, that's one of the, the sequels always on TV, but never it, and I'm like, eh. Oh, dude, you'll, you fucking, you'd like it. It, you'd really like it. Like, it's. I, yeah, I keep always meaning to, like, if I ever, if I ever, if, if I ever had a chance to hunt it down, I'm sure I could find it online or something. Um. If you
0: were closer, I'd let you borrow it, because, man, you, you'd enjoy no, it. No,
1: so. we'll just, uh, get, get, like, ISO rip and rip it and drop it in the nose.
0: What? we never do
1: that. <laughs> um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we don't even know what these words mean. I, I don't. I I don't even know what any words mean. <laughs> what are words? Are those kind of like numbers? I, I I think I think so, but they're. I think I think they're a little. Now bit... is it or is it more similar to ham?
0: Um, maybe maybe it's like hieroglyphics. I'm not sure.
1: Oh well well hieroglyphics are a lot like ceiling fans, right? Most of the time, unless unless oh, okay. you're, unless
0: you're in uh, Bermuda.
1: Oh, and then they go around the other direction. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Did we cover ourselves enough there? Watch always. We covered always. ourselves. We
0: call it. We covered ourselves. Covered ourselves. Yes. Just <laughs> yes, like Smaller. as Koby <laughs> takes a, takes a breath at the wrong time. Um, we covered ourselves just <laughs> just enough to leave you wanting more. That's right. We we've sexually sexually dropped dropped the cover off of our shoulder and it's bare. Le- like with our come hither eyes. Looking back at you from across the room.
1: Oh, Uh, see, I thought it was, you know, either like, you know, like, like you, you just get naked, but you like put your hands all over your, like your, your nips and crotch like ho ho or or that thing you know like when you wake up in the morning with the other with the girl and they always see in the movies where they and then they like you know pull, pull the 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 sheet as far up to their neck as possible for no apparent reason at all
0: oh so like the L-shaped sheets because apparently those exist somewhere
1: yeah and and then and the guys is just covering his crotch yeah yeah whatever's up with that yeah is it like that after seeing that shadowy sex scene it, it's 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 very similar. Which I still really I don't know what were you talking about, really.
0: <laughs> I, I now I really don't know what words are. All I was going to say was, I really, really like, and and I'm glad they're kind of doing it sometimes, but to me, if I were going to make a movie and they were going to have a sex scene, I would seriously either do the, like, I would not film the actual sex scene and just show the, like, like, oh, I got to go take a piss and clean out my, clean out my puss part of, of this at the end of the sex scene, or I would just go nuts and film fucking porn for like 10 minutes.
1: You know, I was really big fan of, like, you know, in The Naked Gun, where it was just, like, the random montage of things going into other things. <laughs> in focus. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, realistically, I mean, if you if you can't show the full-on porn sex scene thing, I mean, I almost think that's better. Or, you know, I guess you could just show the montage of, of you know, planes refueling, like, a, like in Dr. Strangelove. Right. Um...
0: Or or, yeah. or 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 I guess I, I always do enjoy it whenever they like they'll like you know slightly pan the camera to the side and then all you hear is just the noises of it. But again, <laughs> So yeah,
1: you're like you're like looking at someone's like sock and like the pair of pants, you know, you know, wistfully thrown over like a hi- pair of high heel shoes, and you just hear oh ooh I- oh, or or sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, nope. I I guess I just really like think that that sh- again I think it'd be funny if instead of like the the romant- the romantic music in the background and shit if you just like put in porn like hardcore fucking like I just think it, like oh give it like steel Wha- guitar and everything yeah yeah just that shit just fuck it go go nuts <laughs> with it
1: put that down and come <laughs> over here
0: like get it get in there like go on yeah get, like give it up you
1: pot bellied stallion you know. Like that? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and as this week's Jeff Foxworthy reference. That is, oddly my, enough, not by me. That is my favorite Jeff Foxworthy joke. I'm trying to remember the whole thing right now, actually. Um, um oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay, I remember. Talking now. about his parents know. having sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I do
0: remember that punchline though. Do you out there have a favorite Jeff Foxworthy joke? If you do, send it to us on our Facebook or Twitter. We're, like, our favorite Jeff Foxworthy... Well, actually, send it to us on
1: our Facebook and Twitter. We'll pick our favorite. Winner gets yeah. a million points. <laughs> and and it, just like always, everything's made up here on Borsheneagans, and the points don't matter. <laughs> Which you know is before I had was forced to do that that reference there forced on it. What I was gonna say is like I almost might be able to just I I would, would want to go through one practice on it, but I might still be able to do his uh, the entire redneck alphabet one where he tells the story using each sentence starting with the next letter of the alphabet. Yeah, I might st- be able to do that, but so there there's that brag uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't done it in a long time. Well, because I had like when I was a kid because apparently we're in, it's reminiscent about Jeff Foxworthy cast now. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, isn't it always? Which, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly in fact chapter 8 of the the book is always reminisce about something Um, preferably Jeff Foxworthy 1984 or um, I guess Dr. (laughs) Strangelove Well, I'm sure we reminisce about other things too. <laughs> Apparently, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, that comes up a lot. Um, indeed. In Final Fantasy. Um, but anywho, um, I think I had like the same. I, I had like three of his tapes, 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 tapes. Remember tapes, people? Like they're, they're boxy. You oh, you know, like tapes? In. It's like a tape, you know? It's a tape. You put it in a thing and it plays. And it goes around like tape. Yeah, well, no, well, like I mean, the it's not kind. like tape. No, no, no. It's like the but, tape, but, you know? The but, tape. But it's tape. Yeah, the like, tape you know, kind, they're kind of magnetic. Yeah, right. They, yeah, they, they, you yeah. You know, like it plays. Music comes out. It's yeah, yeah, you know, a lot different than a photograph. In this case, it's talking. I mean, you know, yeah. you're
0: just kind of sitting.
1: Later that day. You don't get that with, like, an MP3 player. In, in fact, like your part of me wants to add that common jersey. click I mean, to, the, to the back of the episode. Come on episode, now, like, I remember episode, back really. in my I mean, day, in fact, whenever I we that. were <laughs> happy. <laughs> Are you trained when I rant over there? No, I just wanted to get the last thing. All I wanted. And how is he going to let you? I know. And and as I mentioned, there's going to be no editing in that, so enjoy two people talking over each other (laughs) for three minutes or so. Oh, pretty much. Well, I mean, if nothing else, it'll be enjoyable for me because I'll get to hear what Cody said. I don't know if he'll actually get to hear what I said, because he won't... Eh, I guess I can send him the raw file. I was actually still talking about tapes. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, I just went on this
0: giant tangent.
1: Oh, I just really wanted to talk about tapes. So. <laughs> I had my love for them. But you may or may not get to hear that, listeners. Poor <laughs> oh, shenanigans! I'll... The
0: things you might not hear, but wish you could. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's... I, I try to fill these poor shenanigans with as many Easter eggs as possible. <laughs> I mean, you know, more Easter eggs than... Than than any any chicken or, or or bunny could deliver you.
0: So do you think that like reptiles are annoyed that they that they don't get their eggs used? That like chickens get all the glory of Easter as like far as eggs. I mean, do you think that there's like pissed off snakes and lizards and things out there? Uh, no. <laughs>
1: um.
0: <laughs> no,
1: I don't. You're not even gonna entertain this at all. <laughs> no, you're getting a no, but instead of a yes and. Yes, Cody. I feel the. Uh, I feel that that, that that they should start up their own, you know, government agency to to you know, <laughs> subsidize them.
0: <laughs> NAACP. And who they... do you think you are bringing up a ridiculous situation on board? Do you want to bitch about this like, a little, go- bit, Cody? Like God on, damn it, man! Us. Like I'm the one that bring up this ridiculous situations around here. Who do you think you are? <laughs>
1: Are you playing sad music because I'm complaining? I am. I thought it was your whining music. I thought it was Cody's, Cody's whining time. Oh, man. Do you not like me? I'm fine, then. <laughs> oh. Anyway.
0: Yes? Other things that actually... Are you going to whine some more? I might. Actually, this is a cautionary tale. And this is this is a tale of <laughs> This is a cautionary tale about reptiles and their eggs. No, but it is about reptiles.
1: This is this is Well, presumably they came they had eggs. I mean, which came first, the reptile or the egg, Cody?
0: Uh it- that actually is a really good question. I don't know. I assume the reptile did because something had to lay the eggs.
1: Well, I, I could, <laughs> I could give my standard answer answer to the chicken one. Okay. Um, if, I honestly if you don't know. Presumably they're the same. Okay, hit me with it's it. It's like, well, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, I'm gonna say the egg came first because something that was very similar to a chicken, but not yet a chicken, laid an egg that eventually lay, laid, you know, gave rise to what we now call chickens. Oh. So I'm gonna say the egg came first.
0: Well, that's a lot better than my answer. So. I'm like,
1: are oh, you yeah, scrambling it?
0: <laughs> then the egg. <laughs> I'm not gonna scorch you with this joke because we have done the egg joke multiple times and it's usually rotten. So well, you could have done a chicken joke instead. I think we've run a, we've run afoul with all the chicken jokes too. I mean, you, you don't want to try to fry up a new one. No, I was too I was too scared of the chicken joke.
1: Oh. Bok bok bok. <laughs> no breasts for you, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh. So keep
1: so <laughs> or I guess keep us abreast on this reptile thing. Okay, so here at Bored Shenanigans, we tried to we try to say we b- try not to molt
0: too much. <laughs> We, we we try and keep some skin in the game for you guys out there. We 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 try and slither across the news and see see what see what's happening. And uh for all, for all of you all of you snake snake owners, lovers out there, we need, remind you to keep your snakes safe. That's right. Er, earlier earlier this week in Burgund, in Burgundy, England, a uh or rugby England, I'm sorry. Not burgundy. It's not a color. It's a, it's a place. But in rugby England, there was a uh, profe- what has been li- li- billed as a professional heist of a pet store. That's right. Somebody decided like they want these motherfucking snakes in their mother in their motherfucking place. So uh, 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 seventy snakes were were stolen from a pet shop. Uh, and these are the high end fancy snakes, I guess, with leather interior and uh, like gold gold lined gold-lined line, gold uh, accents and whatnot. But these are all, like, very rare high-end snakes that were stolen. And uh, then, you know, presumably with the uh, notion that they're going to be sold. So, keep your snakes safe. It's, uh, it's, it's extremely important that you do that. Boy, howdy, Cody, did I love your story about snakes. Well, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm surely
1: gosh gone darn dang tootin' glad you enjoyed that. Yes, um, now you, <laughs> presumably you didn't do this joke in there, um, now do you think it was Orpheucus that stole all the snakes? I don't know, it possibly could have been, but I just think
0: it was a, you know, group of <laughs> nefarious criminals out, out to, like, take the
1: snakes to a snake pawn shop and get a quick buck. Now, do you think this is part of an international snake train? Um do you th- I mean, presumably, you know, the snakes might die if they go on a boat. They'd have to get some you know, they have to go there faster, right? I mean, so you'd have to get these snakes to another country faster. And um well you you couldn't do it on the on on, you know, the weekends because I mean, no good planes fly on the weekends. So I guess what I'm asking is, um do you think these snakes are on are, are these monkey fighting snakes on a on a Monday to Friday plane?
0: I mean, I think they'd have to be. I mean, and you know, surely the guy the guy that loads the, loads the plane in the cargo section would, uh, have to be tired of loading these motherfucking snakes onto this motherfucking plane. No, oh, oh, I see, I see. I mean, because some of them have to be heavy. <laughs> I know, snakes, snakes, why does it always have to be snakes? I mean, do you think somebody's anaconda one doesn't want none unless they've got buns on?
1: Damn it. Um, I, I, I sure think so. I mean, um. um... <laughs> Do, do you think uh, Mr. Shelby was just looking for a new inspiration for a car? Ooh, I mean that that's that's possible. I mean, I, you, I mean hell is
0: rare and valuable as these snakes were. One of them might have been a one-eyed, one
1: flying purple people eater. <laughs> oh, oh are, are you talking about the, you know the rare trouser snake? <laughs> <laughs> I made myself
0: laugh with that one. Just like how does how do I fucking. <laughs> Somehow in my head,
1: I thought that was kind of a snake-related song, and I don't know why. I'm not sure either. Um, I, I mean, I think the list of snake songs are probably pretty pretty low. Um, I mean, one might say lower than a snake's belly. Oh, indeed. If if only if only the snake would have you know given you some fruit first before that joke. Well, I was tempted. It might have by had it. some intelligence. I to, was to de- make a better. I one. was definitely tempted by it. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, does, does that not happen to anybody
0: else out there where like you think something in your head and then as it's leaving you you're like wow no that's not even close to right at all but you know and then it happens to me on a weekly episode where it's recorded for everyone to enjoy so
1: hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, wouldn't this be harder if you had somebody that didn't fucking put their foot in their mouth on a regular
1: basis wouldn't this be a hard thing to do it, it would I mean I just, every time he does it i just thinking you know here, I, here he goes again on his own I don't know what he's saying uh, down, the, o- yes, that's a white down the only road he's ever <laughs> known oh. I'm, I'm proud of that sorry no that was good that was- you were you were embarrassed by yours I was proud no of that mine. was
0: good that was definitely that was definitely and
1: I'm calling it out I don't even care That was really- I know that's not good comedy form to call out your own joke but fuck it <laughs> it was slick I liked it oh, oh. Uh, well, it's, I mean, it's, I didn't want to just let it slither right in there.
0: I think I had like two or three slithers in this already, but okay.
1: Oh, okay. sorry. I, I, I mean, it was a great story, but of course, you know, I, I, I tune out when you tell your stories. Apparently, uh, pretty much. <laughs> Either that or Skype crash. One of the two. Uh, that's tr- that is
0: true. Which I guess <laughs> other 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 snakes that are in the news. Um, that's right. That yes? was a political joke, there, folks. Since we're calling out our own jokes. Oh-ho! Oh, oh. Anyway, is that what it was? Anyway, um. The election results are in for Texas, so hopefully everybody got a chance to go out and vote. If not, try again harder next time. Um, so, so did your did your team win, Cody? Not or at all, in fact, not even close. Um, yeah. But that's generally what happens when you go, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when you when you vote. <laughs> Didn't you get enough touchdowns. Whatever you whatever you vote third party, it's pretty rare you win. And man, Madison and I, Madison and I, if we've been playing golf. We would, we definitely would have had the lowest score. No, um, oh. but anyway, uh,
1: we did. But unfortunately, you were playing bowling. No, uh, pretty much. So I don't know. Why. <laughs> sure. Well, w- weren't they just set up to knock down? Is what I'm saying.
0: Oh, uh, definitely, were some pinheads involved. No. Oh. So <clears throat> I guess, I guess, kind of, hi- kind of hitting. Bro- the dude was not there. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody fucks with the Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> Am I crazy? Am I the only one here li- playing by the rules? This is what happens when you find
1: a stranger in the Alps. (laughs) Over the line. (laughs) Cody, come on, man. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. When you find a political candidate in the Alps.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it really tied the room together. (laughs) Hey, man, there's a beverage here. (laughs) I didn't ever think we would be able to get those two organically into a fucking episode. I'm glad we did. I, you know what? Whatever else happens on this one, I count this as a success column. What? Because we 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 got to do big Lebowski quotes. Well, no, we got to do the big Lebowski bad bad censorship, and we oh, and we got to yes. do the the stakes on a plain one, like without purposely trying to. Uh, Anyway, uh, <laughs> back to politics for a moment. So, you know, <laughs> sit down and enjoy a politi- Cody's political corner for a minute and then I'll fuck off about it. Or, good night, everybody. Yeah, pretty much that too. <laughs> As everybody decides to go get their sandwich now, um, so, uh, the, the election results came in. If you, if you didn't, if you didn't see them or whatever, uh, the Republicans, Republicans pretty took the, took the majority in the Senate and they increased their, increased their, uh, They're gaining the House, so basically both Houses are completely controlled by the Republicans now. Uh, Very few Democrats got elected in
1: any states. Um, And thus this proves me as a psychic because I predicted this. um, (laughs) Pfft. But anyway, uh, and that's, that's (laughs) where's my billion dollars, James, Randy.
0: There's uh, so that, so that happened. Um, another, another big thing was, uh, this is a midterm election, which generally midterm elections have the lowest turnout. Um, and this one pretty much kept with that trend, uh, in Texas in particular, it was only like 36% turnout. Um. Which is pretty paltry and pathetic. But the cool part about it was even though it was really low turnout, the uh, age demographic of turnout was actually slightly higher in all, in our age demographic in that, in that 18 to 35 range. It actually was slightly higher than it normally than it normally is. Um, it's not as high as it was in 08, but it's still, you know, from the national average, it's still up a little bit, which is a good sign. So it's just showing young people who give a fuck a little bit and are going and voting. Um, and that was actually the thing I saw whenever I went and voted at the play, at my polling place was there was a lot, usually, like what normally happens is I'm the youngest one there by far and there's nobody there. Um, there was actually quite a few people there and most of them were younger people, kind of in, kind of in our age. Generally it was the, we just went and grabbed the kids from school because there was a lot of younger couples with, you know, small kids, which I thought was encouraging that at least people are giving a fuck a little bit. Um... And the numbers kind of back that up. So in Texas, since I think we are basically a Texas based podcast, um, the big, the big winners were, uh, John, John Cornyn won the Senate and which was expected because he was the incumbent anyways. Um, and a frickin', uh, Greg Abbott won the governor. And then the other thing was, uh, Proposition one, which was the, which is the bond, the bond measure to improve statewide. Statewide uh, roads, they Inflatable both pools. Like, passed, oh, okay. so that's kind of the. Bi- I mean, if you hadn't seen this much, this is kind of what happened. Kind of the big, the biggest things that happened.
1: Um, <clears throat> anything surprising happened as far other than the young people? Um, well, I was kind of surprised. I was kind of surprised that. Uh, <sighs> I was actually Utter balloons or a
0: new thing. Well, no, I was actually surprised no. that uh I mean, just looking at the numbers across the board, um, I was actually pretty surprised that the Democrats did as well as they did, especially with uh Wendy <clears throat> Davis, uh, in Texas. I mean, she she lost like nationwide, she lost by the largest margin of any Republican Democrat um across the country. However, the uh the coolest thing the, she still got thirty of the votes, which is a lot higher than I thought it was going to be. Um, for any, and then, uh, otherwise, other party wise going down the list, um, the third parties actually did pretty well, averaging about 6 to 10%, kind of like office to office of, of votes. So those people, you know, there's obviously other options. People are kind of like going with that, which is about what they normally do. Um, one of them I was actually pretty impressed with was for Senator, uh, we actually, we did the, like I voted for the the fringe the fringe uh, candidate that you actually had to write in, um, which was kind of different, which I've never actually written in before. Um, but anyway.
1: Well, it's good to know that he got you know two votes. Well, actually, that was the one thing I was. Is, is he married? I don't that know. That was actually maybe three. That was
0: actually the one thing I thought was cool about it was since you know because the way the way the system's constructed is if you if you run as an independent, you don't have party backing. Uh, you basically have to be a write-in candidate as an independent, and to get an appro- to get approved to be a write-in candidate is actually a pretty difficult process. So for him to have made for him to have made it that far was was pretty good. But uh, he actually wound up—he actually wound up getting like six thousand votes, six thousand some odd votes, which in in the state's low, I agree with that. But I kind of counted that as an ex- as a success for somebody to be a write-in independent candidate and get that many votes. I kind of thought that was cool because at least hey, there's another way in if you wanted to. And his campaign was pretty fucking piss poor. I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna deny it. It was pretty bad. But I, I thought, you know, I didn't feel like he ran a very good campaign. But I liked what he said, and anyway. Um, but I'm not here to fucking tell you about my political aspir or my political sightings. I'm really not. Um, Since when? Well, I'm trying not to, at least for this particular one, because it doesn't matter now. The votes are in. What does it matter? Um, so yeah, Love. prop prop one passed. That's the big thing. Um, John Cornyn's. Uh, throwing. Cracking corn when we don't care. Well, no, he's. The biggest thing, kind of, with him was he was expected to win, which is, is basically, basically, kind of the way it is. His big things are the education, border control. Um, what's gonna be interesting to watch is, uh, he's kind of the old guard of the Republican, and Ted Cruz is kind of the new guard, who is, he's the other senator. Those two are kind of expected to just clash head to head, so that's something to kind of, I guess, sort of keep keep your eye out um and then the other big one is uh you know Greg Abbott winning the governorship which people pretty much kind of figured he, like i i pretty much knew from the get go he was going to win because i mean come on it's a guy in a wheelchair in a republic in a republican state running as a republican i mean it's it's one of those things that he's going to do the biggest thing i'm hoping that that Abbott does that he's advocating is he, is he going to be on first he's really
1: really big on um no no that's on second <laughs> oh he's on second isn't he the,
0: the biggest thing he's advocating <laughs> is uh, a lot of education stuff like he wants to really work on our on our education system which i'm always a fan of i think it needs all the help it can get especially in this state um uh he's big on border control which i'm kind of mixed on the way on what he's what his plan is i mean he's eh, kind of iffy on that um the, uh, another Another thing he's trying to do is he's trying to uh... get more vaudeville on TV. <laughs> does anybody really want that? Um...
1: <laughs> the better question is, does anybody get the reference I'm making?
0: <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I'm amused myself though. But uh, the other other cool things he's kind of working on is as far as like uh, the transportation and water. He wants he has a he's focusing kind of on the long term to see where we're gonna be in about thirty years as far as with the state population booming. Uh, so I think he's got some decent ideas. I don't think he. I de- um, another. I mean, I'm the biggest thing I'm kind of excited for is he's pretty much said if open carry gets pushed in this state, he's gonna pass it, which I definitely am cool with. Um I'm not real big on his abortion stuff on his abortion issues. At all, but I kind of think
1: that maybe he's just gonna get his buddy Lou to come up to you and kick you in the stomach.
0: Well, I'm thinking that maybe since uh, this state has done so much to make it so difficult, I kind of hope that maybe they'll fuck off with some of that for a while. And I mean, honestly, he's got to do better than Rick Perry, considering the amount of legal bullshit that Rick Perry is in right now over over the slush fund and all you know, all of his shady misdeeds he's been doing. So hopefully, if he doesn't embezzle money, he should be he should be better than our lat than our last governor. So. Anyway, um, so that's kind of Cody's political corner. Just as as more comes. I'm sure I'll let you know. So,
1: nah, I see. I, I, again, I don't think it's he, what is he just gonna like constantly like nag is that the, the other people in the in the state you know to get a job to pay the rent when he doesn't do anything either still Evan and Costello don't worry yeah, no I know <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I I think I don't know I don't think it'll be a bad thing I think it'll actually be pretty okay I, especially like statewide I think it's pretty pretty decent win for Texas I'm I'm much I'm a little more worried nationwide just considering I, what I really don't want to. To happen, and then I then I swear to God I'll fuck off with this. What I really don't want to happen is I don't want there to be a lot of uh, pushback from the Republicans taking over both houses as far nationwide. Um, I would be very awesome if they could get rid of some of this Obamacare bullshit. That would be amazing. But other than that, I really don't like what usually happens when you go from one you know, one control you know one control of the house to the other one, where they just almost maliciously go down and knock knock down everything the prior group had passed, as opposed to taking Taking in consideration the needs, like what the people want, and I'm I'm definitely afraid that that may happen. That they may that we may just go. Oh well, now the now the ours have it, and we're just gonna go nuts. So ideally things work out, and maybe maybe this will be good, but we'll see. That that definitely that's a worry for me as well. But anyway, so that that's that's Cody's political corner for now. And like I said, as more comes, I'll let you know.
1: Yeah, and in- indeed. Indeed. He'll keep, you, he'll keep the bases lined on, on, on the Abbott stuff.
0: I don't know that I know enough Abbott and
1: Costello to
0: fucking make...
1: I, you know, I, I was showing my, my range on it for sure. That was about... I was about to run out. Like, um... It, it, um epilepsy! I don't know. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think. The only ones I could really think of is I know I've seen the one where they meet Frankenstein a few times. I actually really enjoy that one.
1: <laughs> no, that. I didn't think about that one, though. I don't know why I didn't, but... <laughs> that, that was the me interrupting you with things from back in Chapter 5 or whatever it was chapter four (laughs) to to keep things light um the hell oh sorry i got sidetracked by looking at people drawing boobs on the internet don't don't ask i i don't actually have any explanation for what i'm saying brewer watches the porn while we while we record (laughs) what are you saying podcasts are porn for me
0: Which I guess random other porn thing. Have you like, what? like Well, <laughs> all I need, all I needed was an excuse. Slow it. Was an excuse. Have you ever watched any of like
1: the porn? Wait, are, you, are we going to talk about snakes again? No,
0: no. Well, a, a kind of snake.
1: Have you ever watched any of the a One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people either? <laughs> those two. The
0: old purple-headed yogurt slingers, what I'm talking about. Have you ever watched any of, like, the porn bloopers?
1: Are those as funny to you as they are to me? I don't think I've ever watched any of them, of them porn bloopers. I don't know why you said it to be like you were, you know, a 6 year old man from the 40s, but... Have you ever watched any of them there, you know, uh, porn bloopers? You know, the porn bloopers. <laughs> well, if you haven't, I guess I'll sell this at you. Like, like I, I was just right. Longer long on my pity floor <laughs> thing when I saw
0: porn first. Um, yeah, that's exactly the way it happened. Like, ah, yeah, so my old, my old Rickenbacker Uh, Anyway, so there's there's like any porn site you go to, type in porn bloopers and watch some of them. Like there's some pretty hilarious shit that happens because you know it's all supposed to be about sexy and just things go wrong, things go really wrong
1: sometimes, and it's it's fucking goddamn hilarious. Are are you are you saying that sometimes they don't put that down before they go over there? Well, some of the better ones are like (laughs) cameramen getting jizzed on by accident. Um, We're jizzing themselves by accident. There, there is actually one of the fun. How, wait, wait, how many, do you th- how many times do you think that happens? Like the cameraman, like apparently, can't contain himself, and 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 and, 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 and the front part of his trousers get all moist. Well, one of the ones I was,
0: I, I don't know about that, but I know one of the one of the ones I was watching or I watched that I thought was really funny was it was like the sexy dance contest or whatever. And so like they had
1: the chick because <laughs> those are always well, drama. yeah. There
0: was like the chick that was all dancing on the dude that they, I guess they pulled out of the audience. He's all like laying, like all laying there. Uh, getting getting yeah. rubbed getting rubbed on and, and in front oh
1: uh, yes my kind of in sense. front of
0: all kinds of people and then like you know she I'm still with you she, she wins or loses or whatever she does and uh like gets off of him and and he like he winds up he like you know she gets up or whatever and he has like big old wet spot on his pants and so of course in front of everybody on the over the loudspeaker everybody's like oh he he came in his pants which was like really funny because I mean you kind of put yourself in that situation it's it's pretty hilarious
1: to be. yeah well you know one too many beers right you know like it's never happened to, i swear it's never happened to me before it's uh, you were there and i was there and things were there and i just i just i don't I, that's almost more what i'm interested in like i want to hear his like his explanation it's like no man it was her she was so wet it just—it just was really funny to me because you know everybody's all like making
0: fun of him and blah 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 blah. And it was like, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it was embarrassing, but you He's like, yeah, but I came.
1: Look at all you sad <laughs> losers that aren't coming That'd right now. That'd be the way
0: I'd roll with it. Like I've gotten so much pressure relief right now. You don't even know. I'm like a walking slinky, just loose. <laughs> but there, there's some pretty funny. I mean, there's some kind of mean-spirited <laughs> ones. <laughs> But there's some
1: really—I just can't wait to hear you rap the lyrics. I'm i am a walking slinky. I'm just loose, because <laughs> that's gonna happen, folks. <laughs> well, you—you don't say that in your everyday conversations. No, that's why he's. Yeah, after I come, that's exactly what I yell every time. Cody, <laughs> is that what you yell? <laughs> well, oh, slinky man's here again. <laughs> Look at how loose and laid back I am. Oh, it's so <laughs> chill. I know, it's like, you're, it's like at the beginning of sex, you feel like you have to talk dirty, but you also feel like you have to talk dirty afterwards as well.
0: You, you don't realize what the dirty talk is. Like,
1: but, you, but you're still describing yourself. So it's, oh, baby, am I so limp right now? Like,
0: like, what if you don't realize when it ends? Like, you know, you're still dirty talking. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, honey. I'm going to slowly open that door, and I'm going to go to work. Mmm, yeah. Don't
1: want to wake you up, so I'll just whisper real quietly in your ear. Mmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're waking me. <laughs> you're there just, <laughs> you're at work, you're like, Boy, aw. Oh. dude, <laughs> the mechanics down at the shop just fuck me hard on that new carburetor. <laughs> like, <laughs> where are those TPS reports? Mm, Here, yeah, I'm gonna fill them out with my pencil. All oh, slowly, let me just draw a line.
0: I'm gonna. What <laughs> do like, you mean? You, you walk up to the you walk up to the boss's door, and you're like. Hello there, Mr. Carruthers. Would you like me to fill something out for you? It's like, ah, uh, well, I mean, we need, we need the weekly TPS reports finished. Oh, I'm gonna take them, and I'm gonna expedite them, and I'm gonna make copies of them all over the desk. Thanks. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. A paper jam. Uh, uh, get out of there. Get out. Oh, oh! you like it when I pull your paper jam. It's slowly turning to Jeremy. <laughs> I just learned a lot about our Pure Onage. <laughs> he came once and it just never stopped. <laughs> oh, Pure
0: Ownage talking dirty, dirty to the internet. <laughs>
1: Like the first episode was just filmed right right after he like Jeremy like got laid and um <laughs> Oh my god that's funny. Uh, well, we enjoyed that listeners. I hope
0: you did too. If you'd like if you'd like to talk dirty any time of the day, we appreciate it. About
1: any situation. Indeed. Like, as we know, Cody apparently can't turn off his dirty talk, so don't worry, listeners. You'll know next time he talks dirty because he just won't stop. Oh,
0: yeah, making that ham sandwich. And I'm going to squirt the mustard
1: all over the bread. Oh, then you got to just kind of push the bread together and swirl it around to get the mustard all smeared over that ham. Then you take it up
0: to mm. your mouth and put your mouth on it and then oh, eat it. <laughs> Because that's a sexy noise. All women out there, like, try to contain yourself as I made the ra 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 noise. i do it again, but I don't want you to instantaneously, like, orgasm. Guys, too, oh. I guess. Like, all of you out there, I'm trying <laughs> to keep you from instantly orgasming. But me if too. you did, you'd be loose like a slinky.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it means... <laughs> it's just... it's funny to me that you'd, like, talk dirty after sex. That's a funny concept. Oh, yeah,
0: totally. I agree with that. <laughs>
1: It's a You need to try that next. Okay, Cody, you have you have till Monday to, to to pull this joke before she hears it. Uh, so so this is my homework assignment. This is your homework assignment. Okay. Next time you're having, you know, getting getting the sexy time with you know with the old ball and chain. Um, because for some reason it's funny to me to mix those kind of levels. You know, talking pleasantly about the wife and then also shitting out at, at the same time. It's, it's funny about that. So next time you're getting a sexy time with the old ball and chain, um, afterwards, just continue talking dirty about your, the things you're doing. All right. Because she enjoys it when you describe what you're doing to her in a sexy voice, right? That's what I've learned from pornos.
0: I've always wondered why they haven't looked at, Like, what it looked the other day. i like, I know what you're doing. I'm here.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's almost worse when it's like the other person describing to them what they're doing <laughs> to them. <laughs> Why, wh- Which is a little bit more, a uh, slightly more common. Well,
0: see, what I've <laughs> always wondered is why they haven't gone the other route. and either had, like, the over, like, the voiceover narrator or just, like, the, or just, like, the guy pop up on the side of the screen and be like, All right, what you observe?" <laughs> so it's like sportscasters. Yeah, like,
1: what you observe. So, and there's, like, a whole map. He's like, okay, like, <laughs> see, we gotta get this X, this, these X's to slide over to these O's and... <laughs>
0: See, what happened is, is Hal, Hal approached her from behind, and he was already erect. You could see from, you could see that he was gonna go right, right, right to that vagina. You could see that he was gonna make a beeline towards it. And as, as she bent over, she was
1: at the perfect angle for it.
0: And you see, look at, look at, look at this. Like, let's watch the slow motion replay.
1: He's like drawing dots. No, no, now what she's saying right here, what she's saying right here is, is like, no, no, put it in my ass. But what he said was like, I'm sorry, Janet, I can't do that for you. <laughs> Daisy, Daisy. Oh, <laughs> uh, is that a thing? Uh, I really hope that's a thing. If, if it's not, you know, damn it! If we weren't, you know, we'd be making a killing at this YouTube thing if we lived in the same town, Cody.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: That's all I have to say. Oh, uh, uh, see, our podcast would be, be so much more popular if they, for, for that, huh?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, if I get if I get any more like lovely gift baskets from adoring fans, I'm not gonna have any room to walk in my
1: house. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I can't keep keep signing the book copies anymore. That, that's it. <laughs> yes, the book that hasn't written yet. Yes, I, I, I'm signing them prematurely. I'm prematurely signing them.
0: It's just a blank piece of paper, and then they'll they'll adhere it to their book later on.
1: <laughs> I really should just get a stamp.
0: Which you know, you know, I don't know why you would get a stamp whenever you could just print them off from stamps.com. <laughs> what you can print off my signature from stamps.com? Well, not your signature, but you could print off all the necessary postures <laughs> at stamps.com. That's right. Your one-stop, easy shop post post office. <laughs> Free way to get to get your stamps and postage set off without having to fight your way through the, the myriad mytopia myriad that is the post office. No longer will you have no. to deal with that sullen wench and her like angry g- gaze. No longer will you have to be... B- <laughs> yes. No longer will you have to...
1: <laughs> no, longer you have to- <laughs> no longer will you have to trick the fields of Auckland fard and fright the frost giants of Ishnabal <laughs> to-, <laughs> to get stamps anymore. No, no. The angry warlocks behind the counter shan't cast spells on you anymore for you are armored... Armored and shielded in the, in the finest purple garb <laughs> that is the free postage scale that you have achieved from your quest! <laughs> Of going to stamps.com and ordering it. There's no need to go anywhere. If you have the one
0: if you have the <laughs> one ring that rules them all, you don't have to take it fucking shit. You could just mail it with stamps.com. They save they save you the epic quest. Your princess? And a lot of effort. That's right. Like Zel- they'll mail Zelda to you. You don't have to worry about going into random caves and guys giving you swords like it's dangerous to go alone take this. No no no. You don't need any of that shit. You have stamps.com.
1: Yeah, exactly. Next time your princess is in another camp castle, don't worry. Don't worry about having to go to the post office to get you know to uh, return. To, to send her stamps, they'll just send them to you. <laughs> you want not have to deal with some angry stereotypical plumber? Well, you you might. I mean, if your drain is stopped up, but... But not if you
0: need a princess rescued.
1: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: <laughs> Which, if you were being stared at by an angry stereotypical plumber with a big mustache, do you think he goes to the grocery store to buy that razor? Um, well, I I think he might say to me, you know, what's the coming to go? And what I would say to him was, well, you could... Sp- I could understand you better if you didn't spend so much on that razor, what I would do is I would say dollarshaveclub.com. That's right, oh. at Dollar Shave...
1: Now, can you get the Tootsie Flotsie ice cream there?
0: <laughs> you can't, or your spaghetti and the balls. You can't get. You can't get any... Eat-
1: oh, this is the night, <laughs> a most beautiful night, and they call it Dollar Shave Club
0: stuff. <laughs> That's right, at Dollar Shave Club, they've got... <laughs> They've got three packages to choose from. You can get you can get the basic package, you you can get the medium package, or you can get the big bad executive <laughs> mamajama, which is what which is what this particular podcaster uses for all of his. Oh, shape. you
1: use the mamma jamma cast. I
0: use the like, big bad like mamma, the j- mamma jamma, That's right.
1: It, now now, <laughs> if you were to be getting a big bad mamma jamma quality of razors, but from a hooker, what package would that be? Well, to put it in terms that our listening audience would understand, well, I think it'd be the double platinum package because every. <laughs> well, yes, obviously, but what do you get from the hooker for for the big mamma jamma version? Uh.
0: Well, what they're gonna do is they're gonna
1: they're gonna ha- send you send
0: you a handle that you can use at your own leisure, a a fine fine sexy oh. sexy stainless steel handle, and then they're gonna send you an assortment oh. of heads. And if you know, oh, with this, with mul- with multiple blades as we're gonna call them on those heads, and you attach it, and and you're gonna take it and rub it all over your face. Oh. that's right. Dollar sh- Dollar Shave Club is like a high dollar hooker. It'll it'll help. Oh, you. is it
1: gonna get all creamy? It, soon? It'll
0: have the right cream to rub all over your face, so you'll so you'll come off nice and smooth. Loose as a slinky.
1: <laughs> does it turn you into a slinky? <laughs> Now, now, do you, like, go downstairs and, like, o- over that chair and, like, the neighbor's dog as well? Uh, sure. You don't remember the old Sleeky commercials to you?
0: No, I didn't know <laughs> what you were talking about. I just agreed. Which is chapter seven of his book. <laughs> you <should> always agree. <laughs> don't have a clue,
1: just agree to it. <laughs> it's a lot like yes and, but, but where it's just, yes, please say something else for the love of God. Um The old, you know, improvers standby. yes, and please say something else for the love of God. Well, I think, I... Th-
0: I, I, yes. Well, <laughs> Legalzoom.com. <laughs> That—that's right. With LegalZoom,
1: they're—they're they're not a law firm, but they're there to help to help you through the confusing. Now, can you describe to me what a law firm is and what a law firm isn't, so I don't get these two things confused? Well, I think a law
0: firm is generally a expensive building full of people with suits, and if you see Denny Crane walking around and he says his name, Denny Crane, then that's definitely a law firm. I don't think
1: any of those. Uh, and he might shoot you. I don't think any of those
0: things are at Legalzoom.com, which is why they are not technically. a
1: law firm oh oh but you don't have to worry about getting shot and also there's no lawyers there, there but there there's plenty of, hel- of legal advice which, which go back to that snake thing we were talking about i believe in fact in fact indeed so if you think that somebody's trying to <laughs> snake legal zoom we don't have any snakes <laughs> our holes are not filled with snakes <laughs> we won't try to charm your snake because we don't have snakes uh <laughs> oh. no. There's no
0: venom in their legal... <laughs> Nothing to hiss at over here. There's no venom in their legal help. They're they're just gonna provide the proper advice for whatever whatever kind of legal situation you find yourself in. Legalzoom.com. Com com comfort in a the snakeskin
1: package. <laughs> comfort in a pair of boots. There you go. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Well that that was that wasn't it <laughs> it was
0: <laughs> um, uh. So Reverend do you have any good words to leave the people with
1: I feel I should but the question is do I um My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and incline your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. But what counts is not what sounds plausible, not what we would like to believe, not what One or two witnesses claim, but only what is supported by hard evidence, rigorously and skeptically examined. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence.
0: Amen! Need more shenanigans in your day?
1: BSPodcast.us
0: Twitter.com slash board Shenanigan Our iTunes feed
1: Also, Stitcher
0: Or at Facebook.com slash Shenanigans
1: Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about that. That's that's a joke. Um so yeah, like well, I I'm skeptical of that being a joke, but okay.